guys, it's Sophie. Welcome or welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to Girl in Progress. If you are new to the podcast, hello. I'm so happy to have you and I'm happy to be here recording another episode. So today's episode is going to be sort of a cumulative episode all about my college experience and my best post-grad advice and tips. I'm super excited to do this episode because if you do know me personally or you know me from other platforms, I'm about two years out of post-grad and I've learned a lot throughout post-grad. I've been post-grad during COVID times, which has been an adventure in itself. And I just have a lot of advice to share and things that I've learned and things that I wish I could go back on and do differently. So that's kind of what I'm trying to achieve with today's episode. So if you are new to the podcast, definitely follow it, um, download the episode, leave me a review. It all helps me out to grow the show and I'm just so thankful just for how much support and love I've already been shown. And speaking of thankfulness, we're going to go into a little bit of a like chatty quick update. I want to start doing this at the beginning of every episode, just kind of like catching up for a couple minutes. So as I'm recording this, it is actually Thanksgiving. It's 830 at night on Thanksgiving. So I'm feeling really good. I had the day off, obviously, um, and spent some time with some family members I don't normally get to see and obviously ate some good food. And then I came home and I watched Inside Out, which is like one of the cutest Disney movies ever, in my opinion. So I really had a good day. Um, and I'm, I'm feeling very thankful. I'm just, just the whole premise of today, Thanksgiving, thankfulness. And I do want to just say that I'm super thankful for all the support I'm shown on the show, um, as well as just like around the internet doing things. Um, the support from everybody means everything to me. So I'm just so thankful for that. And then I am thankful for... My family as well just getting to see everybody today my dogs even though they super annoy me sometimes there's just so much to be thankful for in my life and just in life in general and i feel like sometimes we can overlook that because life can be super mundane and feel the same all the time and my life has definitely been that way lately i felt very very stagnant in my life but i do have to kind of remind myself especially on days like today that i have so much to be thankful for and so much gratitude um, just for everything in my life. So here's a little reminder to be thankful. Remember what you're thankful for because it really does make a difference. Other than that, um, I have a four day weekend off work, which is awesome. Um, I'm super, again, thankful for that. Um, I did start a new job about two months ago and it's been going great. It's just very, very time consuming. So it's nice to just have a couple days break to not have to stare at a computer for eight hours. Um, and again, just spend time with family, friends, and have a little bit of TLC me time. I'm definitely going to decorate my house this weekend for Christmas. I'm so excited. My Christmas tree is already up. I literally couldn't wait until after Thanksgiving to do it. So my house is looking very festive. I just need to finish decorating, which I'm excited to do, hopefully in a few days. But I love Christmas. I'm very excited for the holiday season. Um, I have a lot of my Christmas shopping done already, which is great. And I'm just overall so excited for Christmas. I just feel like this time of year, um, you know, the rest of November through December is just such a happy, cheery time of year. So I'm really excited to be doing that, um, making content. I'm actually doing Vidmas over on my YouTube channel. So if you're not subscribed to me or don't know me over there, I have a YouTube channel. I will link it in the show notes. But I'm going to be doing Vidmas over there where I am posting for a week straight in December. Um... I think it's the 12th through the 18th I decided 
and I'm kind of in the midst of like pre-filming a lot for that because I, like I said, I have a very time-consuming job, so just like filming during the week doesn't really work for me. So I've just been kind of doing a lot of pre-filming. I just filmed a really fun video last weekend where I was decorating cookies and like to a little holiday Q&A. That was really fun. So just trying to get that content like pushed out. Um, I think that'll make me really happy and more in the holiday spirit because all the videos are going to be holiday themed. But yeah, there's just a lot going on. Um, I was in a bit of a slump a couple months ago, which I feel like I kind of discussed in my last episode. But I'm kind of getting back to where I was and I'm super happy about it. My mental health has definitely improved, especially in the last couple of weeks. Feeling really good and I'm thankful. <laughs> Alright, so that was a little catch up for you. I know I just kind of like threw all that information out. Um, but now we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of the episode. And we're going to go into a little bit about the intro of my college experience. In case you are not familiar with me, don't know about my college experience whatsoever, we're going to get into a little bit of an intro, a little overview, nothing too intense. I actually do have a whole college experience video up on my YouTube channel. So if you're interested in hearing more about the in-depth of my college experience, I will link that in the show notes because that is the video to watch because we're not going to get too in-depth here. Like I said, if you are not familiar with me, I am based in Wisconsin, so I went to college in my home state. I did not go out of state for college. I stayed in state at a state school, and I went to a university called the University of Wisconsin Green Bay. If you're familiar with it, if you're from the area, you're a local listener, you will know what that is. If you don't, you can Google it, look it up, um, but it is Green Bay is a city in the northern part of Wisconsin. Kind of where Wisconsin branches off into the finger part of it. I, that's like the best way I could describe it for people that don't really know Wisconsin. But it's like up there. And that's about two hours from where I grew up my whole life and lived. So I lived about two hours away from the school that I went to. I was a communications major at my college. Um, I changed my major actually about four different times. I started out as a environmental sciences major. Then I switched to a design arts major. I wanted to do graphic design as my major and a comm minor. And then I ended up switching back to comm. But within that switch, I switched my emphases about three different times. So needless to say, I was a little bit indecisive, but I definitely didn't really know what I wanted to do when I came into college. I was very much going in undecided. I knew I had a lot of passions, but I wasn't really sure how I was able to apply them and kind of like how I would get my passions into a career. So that's kind of why I struggled at first with picking a major, but eventually I found where I belonged. I majored in comm, specifically with an emphasis in social media communication. So social media studies, studying how it works, how to use it, everything like that. And the classes I took were super interesting. So at the end of the day, I was very happy with that major choice. Um, and I'm very happy that that was the program that I ended up with. So as I cover in the college experience YouTube video, college was not the greatest experience for me. It definitely was not one of those people that thrived in college, that peaked in college. That definitely was not me. Um, I almost feel like in postgrad now, that is how I feel like I've peaked. Like I didn't peak in high school, I didn't peak in college, but I almost feel like I'm peaking now in postgrad, which is perfectly okay. That needs to be more normalized because I literally was still figuring myself out and my life out in college. I did not know what I was doing. I did not have a solid group of friends. Like I just wasn't 
I guess, as stable in college as I am now. And not to say that my life is perfect now. I have everything figured out because I don't by any means. That's the whole purpose of this show is to remind you that it's okay to not have your whole life figured out. But I just feel like I'm more together now than I was in college, if that makes any sense. So yeah, college was just not the best time for me. Um, I had a really hard time making friends. I was very homesick a lot of the time and just very lonely. I lived with roommates throughout my entire college experience, but they also didn't physically stay in the room very often. They were all kind of out and about and I didn't really do any of that. So a lot of the time I would be by myself. Um, I did do a lot of YouTube in college. You can go watch those videos if you want. I filmed my days and kind of like did stuff to keep myself busy. But overall, it just wasn't that great because I just didn't have a whole lot of time, I guess, to really find where I fit in. I actually graduated college in three and a half years, if you did not know. Um, so I started in 2016, fall of 2016, and I graduated in December of 2019. So I was able to finish my program a semester early. I did this on purpose because I knew that I didn't want to stay at my school. And that is almost something that I feel like is so sad. Like in the long run, I'm glad I graduated early and it's given me so much opportunity, really for the fact that COVID happened. But also I just feel like the fact that I wanted to get out of my school so bad and I was so miserable at that point makes me kind of sad because I don't think anybody should ever be in that position where they're so sad and just so lonely and unhappy that they want to literally finish their schooling early and like get the heck out of town. So yes, I graduated in three and a half years. Um, my major was communication and I definitely did have positive moments of college. Um, definitely don't want to downplay that. There were some great moments. I was close by to some family members that I'm really close with. Actually, one of sets my grandparents. I was able to see them a lot when I was in college, which was really nice. I also met one of my best friends at college. And Sierra, if you're listening to this, I love you. But it just was such an amazing experience to meet one of my best friends at college because I feel like they tell you that you make your best friends in college, but you don't actually believe it until you actually do. Um, we met freshman year and we've just had such a great relationship ever since college. It's just been awesome. And we've stayed in touch, which I'm so grateful for. So yeah, I met one of my best friends and I also met my husband, if you guys don't know. Um, I'm actually married and we met in college so we're like technically college sweethearts I guess you could say. So obviously if I would not have chosen to go to the school I did or if I would have transferred which that's a whole other story I could have get into maybe in a different episode. I would not have met these people and for that I have to reflect on my college experience as positive even if there were so many negatives in my head and like so many things that went wrong. I have to remember that those were the positives of it because they are so positive and obviously they're like two of my favorite people in my life so I'm just so grateful for that. But yeah, overall I would say college was definitely not a high point in my life but I am always going to be grateful for my education, the fact that I got to go to college because I know that there are a lot of people that aren't able to get that opportunity so at the end of the day I'm really grateful for getting my education, having my degree and just where it's brought me now. All right, so that was a little summary of my college experience. Like I said, if you wanna hear more in depth, pros, cons, everything like that, you can watch that YouTube video. I get into that a lot more in there. Now we're gonna move into a little bit about how my post-grad experience has been so far. So like I said, I've been in post-grad for two and a half years. It's gonna be three years actually, I think next month, which is crazy. 
feels like it hasn't been that long, but I'm going to talk a little bit about how it's been, um, kind of the positives and negatives of my postgrad experience, and then we'll get into a little bit more about my advice and tips for you if you're going to soon be going into postgrad. So as I mentioned, I graduated in December of 2019, so it feels like forever and an eternity ago at this point, but if you kind of calculate that in your head and you recall when the whole COVID pandemic started, it started around February, late February, March of 2020. So in there, I had about a month and a half to two months of like normalcy and then the world kind of took a big turn. So I can say just going into it overall as a statement, my postgrad experience so far has not been normal. It has not been what I expected. Um, and just a lot of that, really most of it, is due to the fact that the world was just so different for that first year. And that's something that I never could have guessed that was going to happen. I did not obviously know when I graduated early that COVID was going to hit. So the fact that I got out of school, was able to have a normal graduation, everything before COVID, I didn't know any of that at the time. But I happened to have my first few months of postgrad and my first year really during a pandemic, which is a very unique experience. Obviously, there's only a handful of people um, in the world that had that experience with me, everybody that graduated at that time. But it was a very interesting way to start postgrad for sure. So I started applying for jobs my last semester of college. I was actually living at home with my parents and I was doing all my classes online. I had like four or five. And at that point, I was just kind of really not wanting to live on campus for my last semester. So I did come home live with my parents. Um, it was great. It was awesome to see them because the summer before I had been gone the whole summer. So it was great to be back, have some family time. But anyways, I was doing my last semester online and around, I want to say Halloween of that year. So I graduated in December, so around like late October, I started applying for jobs like big girl jobs, regular full-time jobs in communication, social media, public relations, really anything that I was able to get. So it took me quite a while to get a job. I actually did not end up securing a job until the second week of February of the following year. I started my full-time job, um, I want to say it was like February 16th or something. It was a couple days after Valentine's Day. And it took me like four to five months to get a job. And that's something that I'm going to get into a little bit more later on in the episode. But just up front, I want to say that applying for jobs in postgrad and getting your first job postgrad is probably going to be the hardest job that you'll ever or the hardest job search process that you'll ever go through after getting that first job it's only going to get easier because you're going to have that experience and gain you know all that knowledge from your first job so like I said we'll get into that a little bit later but it took me all of that time to find a job and all throughout those months after I graduated um, which is really like almost two months I was living at home. I did not have a job. I was not doing anything. I think I was doing YouTube, but that was pretty much it. And it was nice to have the relaxation, but also I felt really paranoid because at that time I was engaged to my now husband and we wanted to move in together and we wanted to have all these things and do these plans and I didn't have a job. I couldn't support myself. So I was stuck at home which again was fine. I love my parents, so don't get me wrong, it was fine. But it was just very stressful being out of postgrad because I think I went in with the notion that it was going to be a lot easier to get a job than it actually was. 
and it definitely was not very easy and I don't say that to scare anybody it's definitely very unique to the person the situation if you have a connection you may be able to get a job like before you even graduate but for some people like me it just takes a long time and that's because you don't have any postgrad experience that's why internships and things like that are really important in college because those can help you stand out a little bit more from the crowd but especially the field that I'm in there's just so much competition that there were so many people with the same qualifications competing for the same entry-level jobs it just made it very very difficult so yes, like I said, I ended up getting my first job um, actually through a connection. It was a company that one of my family members worked at and I took that job around like February. Like I think I said like Valentine's Day. I took it around Valentine's Day. So going back to the whole COVID timeline, it started really around like March, like around St. Patrick's Day, I think was the time when we kind of all kind of realized that this was a bigger deal than we thought um and I was only about a month barely even a month into my first full-time job and I remember so vividly that on on St. Patrick's Day I think it was like a Tuesday or Wednesday in the middle of the week I was just doing my work sitting at my desk whatever it was a very small office very small company in general so I was kind of sitting doing my own thing and I got a call on the phone from one of the managers of the company And he called me from the conference room upstairs and told me to come upstairs because we were having a company meeting. And at that point, I was super confused because I had only been there like a few weeks at that point. And I was like, why am I invited to a company meeting like this early on? So I was just kind of unsure what was going on. So I went upstairs and literally everybody in our office was in there, which again was only like 13 people. It was very small, but everybody was sitting in there and I had no idea what was going on. So the meeting progresses, obviously everything, and my boss ends up telling us that we are going to be going into what's called a soft close, which means that everybody that can or wants to work from home is going to be working from home for the foreseeable future. Obviously at that point we didn't know anything about like COVID or like how long it was going to last and everything. So St. Patrick's Day forward. I was working from home. I was living in my very first apartment by myself. I was working from home, which I had never done before. And I also had a puppy at this point. So there was just a lot of change going on in my life. Like there's just a lot going on, um, just a lot of adjustments in general. And obviously going into working from home, I was like, oh, you know, this will blow over in a couple months. Maybe by this summer, I'll be back in the office working, everything like that. I ended up working from home for a year and a half. (laughs) So I was, I guess I can give some context with this. So to give perspective from the day that they announced that we were going to soft close, which was St. Patrick's Day of 2020, through the entirety of when I worked at that company, I was a work from home employee. If you would have asked me if I would have thought that that would be the case when I graduated, I would not have believed you in any sense because I didn't think that remote work was really available. I didn't think that that was something that was possible. It was definitely something I was interested in because I loved the thought of working from home kind of from the beginning, but I didn't think it was realistic. And obviously with the job that I had, I didn't think or ever expect to be working from home with it. So ever since I transitioned to my new job and everything, all of that time before that, I was working from home. So through that time, I really grew to love working from home. It really became something that I loved. 
and I was able to stay at home with my puppy at the time. We got to be home with him as he kind of grew up and I was able to just kind of have my own space and just be very, very centered in my own work and not have to worry about the distractions of an office or other people um, interrupting me and things like that. So I really grew to love it a lot, so much that when I applied for my other job, I guess I should back up a little bit. So I was at that job for a year and a half, and at that point it was like, I want to say September of this year, and I just decided that I wasn't really invested in the job anymore. There were a lot of reasons why I left, but I ultimately ended up just deciding to put in my two-week notice and move on to a different position just because it wasn't really interesting to me anymore. I just didn't really care for it as much. And I just wanted something new because I knew that that was not the job going into it that I wanted to be at forever. So after I put in my two weeks notice, I moved back on to the job search process. And I definitely was looking for jobs before I put in my two weeks, but I didn't actually secure one until the week of my last week, I'm pretty sure it was. So again, it took me a long time, not as long as the first time, but a lot of interviews, a lot of talking. But it was, I was able to tell it was significantly easier to get interviews at least from, from the first time I did it. Just because again, I had a year and a half of experience in the post-grad real life workplace. And I was more valuable to these companies because they saw me as not just a newbie, but someone who knows kind of what they're doing and has some experience doing what the company does. So yeah, like I said, that was September and I ended up searching around for jobs and at that point I was pretty much certain that I wanted to work from home and that was something that was important to me that's something I didn't want to accept a job where I couldn't work from home or at least have a, like a hybrid workplace where I could work from home occasionally so as I was applying I was looking for remote positions and I will say if you haven't entered the job force yet or don't really know the current conditions there are a lot of remote jobs when I say a lot like probably over 50% of jobs that you see now are remote and I do feel like that has a lot to do with COVID and just the fact that the workplace has changed. COVID has changed the way that people do things. And it's honestly, in my opinion, for the better because I feel like companies have realized that people can be productive at home. They can get things done. Um, collaborating over Zoom and things like that is effective, which for me was great because again, at that point, I was pretty much like, I don't want to go back to an office. And that's definitely specific to me. That's not something that works for everybody. Some people are way more productive in office. Some people like the social aspect of an office. So please don't take this as like you have to work remotely or it's like the thing to do nowadays. Definitely do what's comfortable for you. It's just me being the type of personality I am and the type of worker I am. I just thrive working from home. It's just something that I really love. So like I said, I was determined to find another job where I could work from home because at that point, I had picked up another dog and I was just not in a position where I could be leaving the house all day and just not being home with my dogs. And again, I wanted to do it for myself because I really enjoyed it. So, Q October of 2021 and I started my second full-time job, my big, second big girl job. And I'm currently working there. I've been there for about a month and it is actually for an agency. And I knew going into my second job that I really wanted to try to find an agency job because if you're familiar at all with marketing or social media, working for an agency is a whole different ballgame than working for like a normal company, I guess I would say. 
and it definitely was a move and a switch up from my old job and I knew that eventually I wanted to have some years of agency experience because I was realizing that some jobs that I was applying for actually required agency experience so I knew I wanted to get into it pretty early on in my career just to see if I like it if I didn't like it obviously down the road I could change my mind and move on to something else but I want an agency experience and so I found a job posting through one of the Facebook groups I'm in. Um, somebody posted that they were looking for a social media coordinator for their company and I was super excited about it. So I emailed her, sent her my resume, everything like that, and they ended up getting back to me for an interview. So I did the interview, it went really well, and then I moved on to the second and third rounds of interview and ultimately ended up being the person they selected, which let me tell you is the best feeling ever especially getting my first job through a connection. It was the first time where I really felt like I had earned the job, that I had really, you know, been the person they wanted just because of my skill set and my personality and everything. So it made me feel really good and it really boosted my confidence, which was great. So like I said, I've been working there for about a month and let me tell you, it is so different than my old job, but really honestly for the better. The community there is awesome. It's a smaller agency. Everybody's remote. They're all around the country and I'm just constantly busy. There's just constantly so much to do, which is such a change from my other job. I felt like I never had enough to do in my other job, and now I'm just really getting a feel for what marketing's like, what agencies are like. It's definitely more high-paced, which I was expecting going in, but it's just a great experience. It's been a great experience so far, and I can't wait for the months to come and the years to come, hopefully. All right, so that was a little bit or I guess a lot about my postgrad experience. I kind of just went through the whole synopsis of it, but I want to get into a little bit, um, kind of like the third part of this episode, to be a little bit about postgrad advice and tips because I do know that a lot of people that follow me and are subscribed to me are in the either new to postgrad or like almost to postgrad realm. So I really thought that this would be helpful for you. So I actually wrote down my five best tips for you, and then we're going to go through them. I'm going to explain them. These are things that I've either picked up on from other people, learned along the way myself, or just like my general advice for you. And again, take these with a grain of salt because everybody's experience is going to be different. Everybody's going to have obviously different work environments, different, different living environments, depending where you live. So just take these very generally, um, but I think and hope that they'll be helpful for you. So the first tip, and I have an asterisk by this on my iPad because it is so, so important. And if you take anything away from this episode, please hear this out. You don't have to have everything in your life figured out when you graduate. I'm going to let that sink in. And I'm going to repeat it because it's that important. You don't have to have everything in your life figured out when you graduate. So the reason this is so important is because I feel like there is a preconceived notion and I was even, I feel like I experienced this when I graduated, that there was such a stigma that people had to know exactly what route they wanted to go after college. There's so many things in your life that are changing and decisions you have to make when you graduate. It's actually insane and it can be so overwhelming. The average person when they graduate college with their bachelor's degree is 22 years old. 22 years old that is very young in the grand scheme of life that is very young it is a very young age to try to figure out exactly what you want to do who you want to be with for the rest of your life what job you want what kind of house you want where you want to live 
the list goes on like that's so many decisions to make right out of college and I feel like there's a lot of the time that's just kind of expected and people think that they have to figure all that out within like the six months after they graduate and I'm going to be here to tell you that you do not need to figure everything out right away if anything you should figure out what kind of job you want like literally I feel like that's the most important thing and then after you figure out what kind of job you want, you can from there figure out where will this job require me to move to? What kind of place do I want to get? Do I want to get an apartment? Do I want to get a house? Like those decisions should come after you kind of figure out how you're going to earn your living, make your keep, whatever. So these are not decisions that should come lightly to you, obviously. They are big decisions. And I almost feel like if you are pressured into making them, you're more likely to make rash decisions or decisions you won't be happy with. So at the end of the day, you do not need to have everything figured out. Things will come with time. You're going to grow and learn as a person, even after college. There's just still so much to learn after college. Like I said, you're still so young normally. So it's just, I just want everybody that's listening to this to not feel that way no matter who's telling you it or pressuring you I just want you to know that you do not have to have everything figured out and if you are listening to this and you just graduated you've been in postgrad for years like whatever you still don't have everything figured out that's perfectly okay because life is a up and down roller coaster and changes over time and people make decisions and they go back and forth on things and that's just being a human that's just like part of life and how everything goes so that is my number one tip. If you take anything, please take that away from this episode because it's just really important. The second tip I have for you is to find a passion or a project to spend your free time working on. Something that's really different about postgrad that a lot of people will go in kind of in shock for initially is the fact that they don't have homework to do anymore. They don't have projects. They don't have group assignments. They don't have tests, quizzes any of that to do anymore it's just when you have free time when you're not working it's literally just free time which is a super exciting thing and I still get excited about every single day obviously I've chosen my passion and my project and that is doing social media YouTube um, having my podcast everything like that that's my passion project that keeps me busy but if that is not for you don't even worry find something that you like to do something that relates to you gets you out social everything like that this could be joining a rec league this could be taking a painting class this could be joining a musical group like really whatever you're into just find something to get involved in and to spend your free time doing because if you don't have something you will get probably pretty lonely and bored so making sure you have something to do to fill your time and to also meet people is going to be really important so like I said whatever that looks like for you Just finding something to get involved in will really help that transition. Tip number three is kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier in the episode, but it is that finding a job will probably take much longer than you think, but that's okay. So like I said, it took me four to five months to find my first job and took me an additional, I would say, almost two months to find my second job. And honestly, a lot of that comes with the fact that the job market is going to be fluctuating and different every time that you need to apply for a job. So if you, if it does take long to hear back from people, if you do interviews and don't get any response back, don't get down on yourself. Everybody goes through it. Everybody gets rejections, but eventually you're going to get that letter of acceptance. You're going to get the letter that says, we'd like to offer you the job. 
and it's going to fill you with so much joy. So kind of just reminding yourself that that's going to come eventually and you are going to find the right fit is the best thing you can do because it is very easy, especially when you're not used to applying for, you know, full-time jobs to get really down on yourself and feel like nobody wants you to work for them, that you aren't qualified. And that can be really toxic. And believe me, I definitely had some moments like that, but it's just important to remind yourself that your company will come, you will find the right fit for you. Um, And if it doesn't end up being exactly what you want, you can definitely move on to something else in the future, kind of like I did. Um, It's kind of just fluctuation, like I said, and it kind of grows, ebbs and flows over time. Tip number four is kind of a money-related tip, but this is just in general for post-grad. If you are not good at budgeting and you don't really know how to save your money or do any of that, um, learning how to do that and kind of figuring out what's going to work for you and your particular financial situation is going to be almost completely necessary. Like I can't think of any situation where it wouldn't be necessary to learn how to do this because obviously when you're out on your own, you have a lot of expenses, you have rent, utilities, you know, grocery bills, things like that. You can't just spend all your money, waste it all away and have nothing left to pay for the cost of living, which unfortunately in today's world is very expensive. Finding a budgeting system that works for you is going to be crucial, whether this is a spreadsheet or another person helping you or a financial advisor, just somebody to help you with your money and kind of where it needs to be distributed to. I actually just started using a budgeting template that I found from a fellow YouTuber that I am subscribed to. I'll actually try to link it in the description. It's a really good monthly budget template. And I'd never done this before, but I feel like it's changed the game for me even in the few weeks that I've been using it. It's a great way to know how much money I have at all times, where it's allocated to, kind of how much I've left after I'm paying for all my bills and everything. Um, So I'd recommend trying that if that's something that you struggle with. Having the visual is super helpful. I also thankfully have my dad who's very good at finances and financial things. So he's kind of my go-to with any questions and kind of tips and everything like that. Um, and I'm really grateful to have him because he literally carries me through so many financial decisions and he's like my go-to guy. So super awesome to have that as well. But if you don't have anybody in your life like that, like I said, you can definitely talk to financial advisors or just find somebody that knows more in that field and is knowledgeable and you can talk to them because they could be a really great resource as well. The final tip I have for you is just to remember that you can learn from every mistake you make. This might be kind of cliche, but I just feel like for a life tip in general, mistakes are going to be made, especially out of post-grad. You're new to the post-grad life. There's lots of decisions, like I said, to be made, and you're ultimately going to make mistakes and you're going to fail in some areas, and it's just going to be something that you're going to have to learn from because everybody does it. Everybody has slip-ups and just does things wrong and gets rejections and things like that, but ultimately you're going to learn from it. Everything that you do in the workplace, in your own life, everything, you can learn from those things and do better next time or do things the right way next time and ultimately just have a better outcome in the future. So just reminding yourself that you can learn from every mistake, that a mistake does not make or break your future and you can always learn and grow from them. You have to remember that. It's so crucial. So that's something that I have to try to remind myself of a lot because I will get down on myself if I do something wrong or I have like a bad experience and I'm like, oh, I, you know, oh crap, I could have avoided that. But at the end of the day, 
Life's all about experiences and they're not always going to be positive. So as long as you can learn and grow from them, that's what's really going to help you move forward. So that about wraps up this episode. I think this is the longest episode that I've ever recorded and my voice is cash because like I said, part of working from home, I don't really like talk to people all that much. So days like today where I'm like super social, I just feel like I lose my voice so easily because I don't really talk a lot. So I'm going to kind of end out this episode and I really hope it was helpful for you guys. I really hope you learned something from it or enjoyed hearing more about my college experience and my post-grad experience. Like I said, if you want any sort of details more about that, definitely check out my YouTube channel. I make videos about that all the time and I'm actually planning to make kind of like a post-grad recap video, maybe near the beginning of the year, just to kind of summarize my first two to three years in post-grad. But yeah, I really hope you enjoyed listening to this and I really hope that you'll stick around. I hope that you'll follow the show. I post new episodes bi-monthly, so every other Friday I'm here posting a new episode and I have lots of fun topics to come. I have a whole list of topics, but if there is a specific topic that you guys want to hear about, definitely go over to my Instagram, Girl in Progress Pod, and comment there or send me a DM because I would love to know what you guys want to hear about. Don't forget to follow the show, leave me a review. I really, really appreciate it. I'm still trying to grow the show, um, so I'd love to get it to as many people as possible. I really hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day whenever you're listening to this, and I will talk to you very soon for my next episode. Bye, guys.